0: Today on Stick to Football, you're going to get brought in by a DJ because Melo and I are at Lot J, and this Chiefs tailgate is insane. People are handing us Jello shots as we are sitting here recording, so you're going to get a little bit of the ambiance of Lot J outside of Arrowhead Stadium before Chiefs Colts. It's been a fun day already of NFL football. We're going to take you through a little bit of what we saw on a college football Saturday, Mello, $100 handshakes, maybe even a little defense for Heisman but I want to start here, man, talking about the quarterback class for 2020. We came into the year talking about Tua Tungavailoa. We came into the year talking about Justin Herbert and Jake Fromm. Justin Herbert, once again, struggles a little bit. Jacob Eason struggles a little bit for the Wisconsin Huskies, or Washington Huskies, excuse me. We haven't seen a quarterback that was expected, like it was a big three-year We haven't seen those guys other than Tua take off. And I would throw Jordan Love in there, too, because he's a guy that's getting a lot of publicity recently, who I don't really care for all that much. I've talked about him a lot. I know that earlier, I think it was in the spring or summer, I did a quick little recap scouting report from last year, but I still think he's just making too many questionable throws. A lot of talent there with Jordan Love and all these other guys, too. Justin Herbert, like we talked about on the way up here to Kansas City, the guy has the traits. He's just he's not producing on the field and that's that draws some questions. With Justin Herbert, I don't know if we're getting another Daniel Jones or if we're getting another Blaine Gabbard. Like that's what right. that's the hard part for me right now as an evaluator because I do see the traits, but I don't see the play. And at some point, I know it's like cliche, but for a quarterback, the it factor matters. Yeah. And we're just not seeing it from Justin Herbert. You mentioned Jordan Love. That's a tough game to be Utah State, to have to play LSU. His receivers are not on par. And I feel like I've had this conversation with you a lot about guys like Jared Goff, guys like Josh Allen. When we evaluate quarterbacks who are on bad teams, you have to evaluate traits. The stat line might not matter. And I told you this the other day, watching Jordan Love, I get a Colin Kaepernick type projection of someone who's an athlete, he can make plays. I don't think his arm is as big, but he has that same mentality as a player. And sometimes he'll fit a ball in a window and you're like, holy shit, look what this guy just yeah. did. But then other times, like last night against LSU, I mean, he's thrown into triple coverage still. He's taking so many chances with his arm. I get more of a Drew Locke athletic vibe. If Drew yeah. Locke were athletic, I think that that's kind of where he is for me. Uh, still a lot of games left in the season. Obviously we'll still get the you know, the bowl games, maybe the combine. If he comes out, he's a junk, he, he could go right. back next year. But I was worried about what would happen with that coaching turnover there because they've had a really good system for him. And I don't think that he's lived up to the hype. I think a lot of people uh, have him in the first round. I don't. And that doesn't mean he won't get drafted in the first round. I just don't think that he looks like a first-round quarterback right now. If you had to, off the cuff, rank the quarterbacks, for me, I'll tell you, it would be Tua, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, then maybe Jacob Eason, Jake Fromm, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love. I like Jordan Love's potential a lot. And we talk all the time about, well, situation matters. We're sitting in Kansas City. Or the, the king of situation matters for a quarterback prospect. Exactly. So, for you, has anyone come close to Tua? Has there been separation in the second tier? You know, a lot of people don't like Jake Fromm, and I really do. I don't think that he gets credit enough for what he does in that offense. They are not asking him to sit back and throw the ball deep a lot. They want to win games through the running game, and they're doing it. So, I do like Jake Fromm quite a bit, and after this weekend... He is going to be my number two quarterback. I was very disappointed with Herbert and what he was able to do. There are a lot of questions with him coming into the season. I'm not a big fan of Jordan Love. Joe Burrow, I still have questions with because he hasn't played anybody. He looks great. He beat the shit out of a good Texas defense. I, I say good. Really, they're average, average Texas defense. So I want to see more of him. Uh, if I, if you're making me power reef right now, I would have Jake from number two. There you well, We're a little bit different on that. Let's hand out some $100 handshakes. If you're new to the show, this is now legal in California. As long as you license yeah. the player's likeness. $100 handshake, how we reward players. And I... I There's so many guys that you could start with this week. I'm actually going to take Joe Burrow and the LSU receivers against Utah State. I understand it's Utah State. The plays that Burrow continues to make, though, the the improv skills, the throws on the move. He impresses me every week. And I understand people are going to be like, level of competition, level of competition. You can only make throws against who you're playing, though. And he continues to make pro-level throws to me. Yeah, and I do like Burrow. I like the hype around him and the way he's played this year. I believe he's a senior this year. It seems like he's been in school forever with the Ohio State transfer. I like him too, but I'm going to go with another Ohio State guy. I'm going with J.K. Dobbins. I I saw you tweet out that I think he's running back five for you, four for you. So that's about where I have him as well. And a lot of people are low on him, but this guy is bowling out this year. He struggled last year. He didn't look that great. It looked like Mike Weber was the better running back. He has had a great bounce back year in his junior year. I honestly think that this offense is running through jk dobbins this year all the deep throws all the play action to set up through success in the running game and master Teague, the underclassman has been exceptional as well but i really think that jk dobbins has been doing a great job and he deserves to get some publicity for it like you said i, I tweeted out jk dobbins is the most improved running back i've seen this year i'm going to hand out a hundred dollar handshakes to a couple of teams that i have been notoriously low on but they deserve credit and i'm talking about florida who just beat Auburn, number seven Auburn. So I want to give the Florida Gators a lot of credit, especially Kyle Trask. I'm going to give the Michigan Wolverines credit for rebounding after that loss to Wisconsin. Jim Harbaugh and Josh Gattis seem to have this offense rolling. I think Michigan deserves some credit, and I think Notre Dame deserves some credit. I know they beat Bowling Green this week, which isn't a big win, but... These three teams that I had been low on from before the season started, I think deserve at least a tip of the cap. So a $100 handshake to each of those schools. Yeah, and I think a lot of them are probably in that next tier of teams that we have this year. I'm going to stay with the same game for me because a player that stood out on defense was Joe Bocci, the the linebacker from Michigan State. He was all over the field, going sideline to sideline. He was even able to bring Justin Fields down for two sacks, exceptional game for him that defense is tough uh they just happen to go up against one of the best offenses in the entire nation so joe bocce his stock is up for me and with that being said i think that he deserves 100 bucks for it lot J is popping right now it's amazing out here just a reminder we'll be in dallas texas next weekend at off the cuff in deep elm nine o'clock we'll be opening the doors early two hours before they're supposed to open we're sneaking in the back door Popping the fucking locks on the place. It's going to be amazing, Melo. Let's take a break. We come back. A couple special guests joining Stick to Football before we do your live draft on draft questions. We promise you all a special guest. And when you come to Arrowhead, you have to get the first lady of Chiefs Kingdom, Miss Brittany. Thank you for joining us. I I don't even know quite how to introduce you, honestly. What do you prefer? Britney, Brittany. there we go. Easy <laughs> enough. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs first
1: lady. I uh, is a little extreme for me. I'm only like 24. I'm just living life out here, so I'm still kind of young. That's a that's a good title, but I don't know if I'm up to that yet. So let's
0: let's start with that. How do you like Kansas City? Because are you're you a Texas girl, is that right? I am.
1: I'm from yep. Texas. I'm from Tyler, Texas. Like Earl Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. good job. Thank you. you. (laughs) Uh, Which is a small town. So Kansas City has been um, very welcoming. And the more I'm here, I feel like it's kind of a small town vibe. So... It works for us. I feel like if we would have went to, like, a really big city, we might have been overwhelmed a little because he went to Texas Tech in Lubbock, which isn't too big. It's terrible. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel you there. And, um, I went to college in Tyler, so it's not like we've ever lived in a big city, so it wasn't, like, a culture shock. Um, I feel like we fit right in here, and it's like family.
0: So when uh, when you go through the draft process, obviously Patrick doesn't have a choice where he ends yeah. up. Were you rooting for any city? Like, oh man, if you were a cowboy or like, obviously like not for football reasons, but just for like lifestyle reasons, was there any way you were secretly rooting for?
1: Um, honestly, I really didn't care, to be honest. As long as he went somewhere, we could make it work. We could fit in. Um, yeah, I wasn't really particular. Just somewhere he could vibe and live his dream, I was good with. Yeah,
0: and it seems like you guys are doing that in Kansas City. We you are. You're doing your own thing yeah. in Kansas City, too. I am. How's that going for you?
1: It's good. So, just recently launched my own website, BrittanyLynnFitness.com. Um, I actually have a degree in kinesiology, so health and wellness is like my thing. Um, And I feel like I've been blessed with such a good uh, platform that I want to use it in the right way. So inspiring people to live healthy, be happy, do the right thing. So I've enjoyed it.
0: So you're sizing me up this whole time. Like, this this guy, he probably needs to subscribe to what I have going on. it's okay. I get it. I'll I'll check it out tomorrow. Diet (laughs) starts tomorrow. It's okay.
1: I got you. I can help you.
0: Yeah. Mel's going to be doing crunches (laughs) tomorrow. Tomorrow Tomorrow's the day. It starts on Monday. Uh, but coming from Lubbock, I mean, the the, the transition from, like, a, a smaller school at Texas Tech to now being the face of the NFL for both of you. Like, yeah. uh, we were standing here with you for about ten minutes, and I bet a hundred people were like, can they get a photo with you? How hard is that for you? Because everyone thinks about how the transition is for the player, but yeah. you're in the public eye as much as Patrick is now.
1: Um, I don't think quite as bad yet, but I'm getting there just kind of you got to keep your head on straight you got to have the right people around you you got to know like where you came from who the right people are and just keep your circle tight and watch yeah. who you let in and watch who you spend most of your time with and I feel like we've done a really good job like with our family and our friends and you know he still has close friends from high school who were there from the beginning you know I have friends from high school and college that you know were with us from the beginning um, so it's definitely something to get used to and adapt to um, but I think the more it is, I feel like we've been doing a pretty damn good job. <laughs>
0: yeah. How is it, like, going out? Do you still get to enjoy a night out on the town in Kansas City? or Um is definitely that, Are those days over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could we... tell when you walked through the line. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. Those days are done for them.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we have always been homebodies, so we don't really like to go out and do those types of things too much. Um, but when we do... We have our friends. We have the right people around us. Um, but, I mean, Patrick and I would much rather just order food to go and eat in our kitchen room table and chill with our dogs. So, yeah,
0: hang out with the dogs, yeah. which are so popular on Instagram. Yeah.
1: They are great. We Like, his literally favorite thing to do is lay on the couch with his dogs and watch football. So, um, and I've grown up liking sports, so watching football is actually, like, enjoyable for me, so I don't mind it. Um, but, yeah, he's not the guy, like, type of guy that we go out and he's going to tell all these people no. And be like, sorry, I can't take a picture, or sorry, I can't sign this. So, we would much rather just avoid that situation and stay at home.
0: Yeah. So, what is yeah. it like watching your boyfriend play football? Is that scary for you? Is it nervous? I've never watched my significant other play yeah. football. <laughs> it's got to be nervous. I hope, than yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope
1: you don't have to. Um, it's, let's say, the only thing that makes me nervous is when people are coming at him to sack him, or it's like third down and 10 and yeah. he has the ball for two long Um, the only thing that really makes me nervous is yeah when people are about to hit him and I will scream at him like as if he can hear me and say watch out but like I know he can hear me um, but, yeah, the only reason I get nervous is when people hit him, and I don't really like it.
0: <laughs> I think my favorite thing about you is that you're not afraid to clap back on Twitter a little bit. Oh,
1: no. I'm a hothead.
0: Does Patrick hothead. ever be like, Brittany, come on. Like...
1: He makes you delete tweets all the time. Oh, really?
0: Because, like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> yes. you and I have, like, tweeted at each other, yeah. and people are like, oh, shit, she's real. Like, yeah.
1: So... I, yeah, I've always been, like, a very sassy hothead growing <laughs> up. And when I played sports, I was that girl that talked shit. So... Um, yeah, I've got asked to delete some things. <laughs>
0: Same. I get it. I have been there, He's, too. He's, like,
1: made me go back from, like, high school and be like, Brittany, you need to delete oh, all these tweets. Hey, I'm like, Okay.
0: You have to though. Yeah. Right? You nowadays, see so many people, people will like go back
1: on our Instagram and Twitter and find yeah. all these mean tweets, and I'm like, I was a shit talker. So.
0: Right, and you're still cute. I kid. cleaned it up a little. Like, yeah. People don't realize yeah. that. Like, you're still like.
1: 24 years old. When I was 24. We just were 24. I was, oh my
0: god. Yeah. Thank, thank the Lord, there was no Instagram when people I was 24. Don't, you know, people
1: don't understand how young we are. Like, we're just kid. Well, we're not kids. We're mature, but. But you're um, very young. Yeah. We don't yeah. hang out with like anyone our age. It's like all older folks. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: so how are you fitting in with all the other, like, football girlfriends, wives? Is that group good for you?
1: It does, yeah. We definitely have our, like, close friends, um, and we have, like, our little group. But um, we have a organization called the Chiefs Women's Organization. So it's, like, all the wives and girlfriends, and we go out in the community, and we do volunteer work and that. So I enjoy going to that just to connect with all the girls. But, like... I mean, you still have those girls that you, like, really connect with and can vibe with versus the girls that, you know, you just kind of connect with. So, I have my close friends, but overall, I I enjoy everybody.
0: You guys recently made Kansas City your full-time home, right? So, how often do you get back to Tyler?
1: Um, We spend our off-season in Texas, so we don't really initially go back to Tyler. We're, like, in the Dallas area, just because Tyler's so small. Like, everyone knows Patrick and, like... Some people will just be nosy and try to cause problems because, <laughs> right. they know, Patrick's in town. So uh, we stay in Dallas, which is all of our families in East Texas. So it's just close enough that we can drive down for the day, hang out with the fam and then get back in Dallas where it's like not as popular.
0: <laughs> so we will be in Dallas next weekend for Texas OU, actually.
1: Patrick's there... brother's going to that game. There we go. We need to we hang out for
0: you. sure. We need to do it. Let's do it. Any Any spots that you recommend that we hit in Dallas? You're like, a homebody, so I don't put you on the spot. I know.
1: For like dinner.
0: Yeah, dinner, like a nice, like boys' dinner. Uh,
1: we go to Nick and Sam's, which is a really nice area. Um, let's see, Texas. So
0: I'm we're going to like to Deep Elm, like Pecan Lodge, like.
1: I've never been out that way, really. So I couldn't. It's a little bratty. Anywhere you go, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Just do your Yelp. Do your Yelp, yeah. Do your reviews. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so up. so one
0: thing that. I, they find out you're here. Yeah, that's what that yeah. so you can tell. How many hours a day are you actually working out? Because I follow you on Instagram pretty closely. <laughs> I'm checking the story. You're constantly working out. But what's an average day look like for you?
1: I would say like an hour to two hours. That's way yeah. too much. No. <laughs> if I would I'm with die. like If I was like my there's like three of us we like talk during sets or reps so it might take a little bit longer versus like me just going in there myself getting it done and getting out Um, but I would say yeah like hour two hours hour and a half
0: so obviously Brittany Lynn Fitness you launched that last month I believe
1: yeah I've had it for a while but I just relaunched a new website with new guides updated a few of the guides so So for
0: us guys who are trying to drop those LBs like you got us taken care of like meal plans the whole thing
1: don't do meal plans because I'm not like a certified nutritionist so I can't technically sell meal plans but there is nutrition advice on the guides for you. Um, some tips and tricks to being healthy.
0: That's We being definitely healthy. need that on this website. <laughs> I was a kinesiology major for one year oh, okay. and then I thought oh my god this is way too hard I have to do something <laughs> different so kudos to you it for actually good. making it, it through. Is.
1: If you enjoy it it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: and does, it, and it, we've bad. seen the the videos of you stretching and pad out pre-game yeah. so I it a it works yeah. both ways. Yeah. Thank you so much for of manning course. the crowd. Like people listening to this cannot understand what you walked through to do this <laughs> podcast. So yeah. we appreciate it. Everyone should follow you on Instagram,
1: Brittany Lynn
0: Eight. Brittany, Brittany Lynn8. Yep. Check out the website yep. BrittanyLinFitness <laughs> and yes. definitely go Chiefs. Yeah,
1: hell yeah, let's go.
0: All right, y'all. It's draft on draft time at Lot J with this amazing tailgate. If you're ever want like if you just want to go to a Chiefs game, Lot J will welcome you in. We have one of the co-founders of the Lot J tailgate here, opening up our draft on draft questions. Thanks, guys, for having me. My name's Josh Waba, one of the co-founders, as you mentioned, from Springfield, Missouri. So my question to you guys is, so we know Patrick Mahomes, young, stud, uh, premier quarterback in the league for a long time, but with Lamar Jackson on the rise and several younger, other younger quarterbacks, how do you guys picture Patrick Mahomes in five years from now when it comes to Lamar Jackson, Trebinsky, Goff, etc.? cetera? I, I mean, I don't think there's any comparisons. Uh, I know I'm sitting here rocking a Chiefs hoodie, but I was low on Patrick Mahomes through the draft process. I actually said that he was going to suck. I hated the trade. I thought Alex, Alex Smith was the future. 100% wrong. Pat Mahomes is the best NFL player that we've had in since, I, since I've been watching. I mean, He is truly special. I, I think he's going to be the Michael Jordan of the NFL. Fair. With He's he starting with the advertisement, his play on the field. He's a special kind of athlete. Kansas City is lucky to have him. Well, I think, you know, I, I've been covering the league a little bit longer than Mello, and I remember when Tom Brady came on, and it was like we've never really seen anything like this. Even Peyton Manning, like Tom Brady was different. I think you look at Pat's first two years, I've never seen anyone be able to make the plays that he makes, you know? So, like, Brady won a lot of games, and the cerebral part of the game was so special. The physical traits of Pat are just a little bit different. And so, I don't, it's not hyperbole to say we could be looking at the greatest quarterback the NFL has ever seen. And, and when you put together the trades with winning, what he's done through, we're, we're about to see game number five, what he's even done through four weeks this year is just incredibly special. A follow-up question on that. So, Reed's history with developing quarterbacks, whether they're troubled or not, but developing quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes has raw talent, no question about it. However... What do you feel about Reed being a quarterback's coach and his past history developing quarterbacks? How much influence has that had on what Patrick Mahomes is right now? I think even Pat would tell you that he came into a perfect system, right? So when you can match raw talent with a perfect system, that's beautiful, right? So if you can match Brady's intelligence with Bill Belichick's scheme, you're going to win six Super Bowls, right? So I think with Andy and Pat, you have a perfect marriage of the football IQ of Andy and the scheme with the talent of Pat, where he's never had anyone like this. Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, he's never had someone this talented. So Alex Smith took you guys deep in the playoffs, right? real deep. And real deep. So I, I think it's a it's a special, special marriage of these two talents. All right, appreciate you, man. We got another question here from our guy. Hey guys, Kurt Boley from Lee Summit here. Just keep it plain and simple. Trade deadline coming up on us here. I know we got the cap room. It's going to be spent next year. Are we going to make a move? I would. And here's why, my man. The cap is only going to go up. The CBA is going to get renewed, right? The cap is going to hit astronomical levels. So I don't care about the salary cap because it's going to go up. You have $22 million in cap space right now. Use it. Get Jalen Ramsey. Get Xavier Rhodes, who Mike Zimmer was chewing his ass today on the field, go get a corner. Hey, Patrick Peterson is the guy that the Chiefs have been tied to for a long time. The Cardinals sure as fuck don't need him. They just keep losing games. Go get a guy like Pat P. He's at the end of his career. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Kansas City is the place to do it, and he's off suspension now. So right makes a lot of sense. There are too many good corners available to not make a move. That's my opinion. Yeah, we got to make the move. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. All right, I got a good one for you guys. So considering the fact that almost twenty percent of the active roster right now for Kansas City is offensive linemen, what do you think the emphasis in next year's draft is gonna be? Obviously protecting the quarterback is important, but the defense needs improvement and we gotta keep adding weapons for Mahomes to be able to keep doing what he's doing. I, I I feel like you have to like focus on the defense so much right now that I, I think one key of Brett Beach is Can he identify bargain values on the offensive line? Like getting a Cameron Irving, who Cleveland had given up on, but was previously a first-round talent. I think that's where Brett is really good, is being able to evaluate guys who are a little bit of a steal. So I don't think you're going to see like a round one or round two offensive lineman because you have Fish, you have Schwartz, who's now locked up. But I wouldn't be surprised if guard or center gets upgraded in the middle rounds a little bit. Yeah. It, I think it all depends on how the board falls. If, that if too. one of these tackles slides and you can pick them up, I mean, who knows what the value is going to be right now. If you can find somebody in the interior, a Creed Humphreys, uh Tyler Bayadash, maybe one of those guys would be in play with hopefully that 30-second pick overall. 30-second, he said. Wow. 30-second. Okay. one's calling a shot 30-second mm-hmm. overall. Trade it for Jalen Ramsey. That's what I would do. They, and they might. They might do that. So, since the Chiefs will be picking 32nd. There we Buck go. Says, uh, would it be better to go, obviously, probably defense. Would more of, like, a linebacker or more of a DB be a better look? At so, I think DB is so important right now because even though, like, I like Juan Thornhill yep. and I like the Honey Badger, obviously, right? But I feel like that outside corner spot is such a huge need that I would be spending – all the Brett Beach's frequent flyer miles finding an outside corner right now whether that's AJ Terrell at Clemson or Christian Fulton at LSU uh, it's almost Game like eggs. it's almost like an all or nothing year for corner when it comes to the Chiefs but you have to be smart about that you have to be plugged into other franchises you need to know what everyone else is doing so that you can trade up or move out and then look at a secondary area but corner is just such a gigantic need. If, if, if Sammy Watkins comes back next year, the only need on this roster is corner. Yeah. And when you know that, you've got to sell out a little bit. I agree with you. And this is a really good corner class. too. It looks very deep, so you can grab a guy at the end of the first round. I, I think it's a lot like last year when we thought offensive line and corner is the big need. I think they've got to they've address it this year. All right, we have one more draft on draft question. Let's hear it, buddy. All
1: right, so with all the uh, the extensions that they're going to need to come up and pay soon,
0: how do you keep, as Brett Veach, how do you keep the window open for five to six years rather than two to three years? No, that's really hard. It really is. You have to draft well so that you can turn it over. And as much as I love the current offensive line, you got to draft well to turn it over, right? Mitchell Schwartz signed an extension, He's getting a little bit old. Eric Fisher, getting a little bit old. You have to turn that line over. I think that's where you can save money. Get linemen on their rookie deals because Pat's going to get $40 million guaranteed, right? And you got some receivers that are pretty fucking good. Tyreek Hill may have worked himself into a discount, but you got some receivers that are good you have to lock up. So we're seeing them already save a running back. We're seeing them start to think about a future after Travis Kelsey at the tight end position. I think you have to draft really well on that O-line to save some money there. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the Seahawks method. Who are the guys that we really need to keep at our core? Who's the Bobby Wagner of our defense, which is probably Chris Jones. You have to keep him around. We're going to have to pay our quarterback, and we're going to keep building off that. So I do think that they will probably see some guys leave, probably off that defense. But just like the Seahawks have done, I think Kansas City can keep it going because you have a very special young quarterback. All right, we appreciate Lot J showing up for some draft-on-draft questions. An amazing stick-to-football podcast at Arrowhead. Don't forget, next week we'll be in Dallas, Texas at Off the Cuff for OU Texas. It's going to be a good time.